We're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala.
aloha, kohala, and uh, once again, I want to welcome you to our Kuka Kuka with Kalani. It's November 11, 2021, and it's 7.04, and uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, letting us come into your, where you are, in your car, living room, what have you, listening on your computer or your phone or uh, your laptop. But I appreciate uh, you guys listening in. Uh, every Thursday, we we try to have a talk story, you know, kuka kuka, and talk story about uh, different, you know, topics, issues, what have you. Nothing, nothing uh, pre-planned. Uh, you know, my guests they come in and we didn't rehearse anything or anything. But uh, you can hear the heavy breathing in the back. That's. Uh, uh, my friend Kavika. Hey, Kavika, how's it going? Uh, you having trouble breathing there? <laughs> I'm just reading. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I realize how true um, this is. You know, no matter how bad you think your life is, somebody else is having a, half a, a harder time, tougher time. Wow. Yeah, you know... Um, you know what today is, huh? Veterans Day. Today's Veterans Day. I, I, I lose track of time. You know, I, I've been retired for about what, uh, going on four years, mm. and you know, you kind of lose track of uh, the day, the date. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I didn't even know today was Veterans Day. I didn't even know it was even coming up. Uh, I knew it was the month of November. Uh huh. And uh, usually we we vote or something on the eighth or something like that. Yeah, and I knew like a few days later it would be uh, Veterans Day, but I forgot all about it. Uh-huh. And uh, last year, you know, it was Veterans Day, but it wasn't on that Thursday of the radio program. And yeah. I thought, oh, I gotta do something for Veterans Day. Mm. You know, but I always uh, well, well, here we are, Thursday, seven oh six, November eleventh, twenty twenty one. Wow. And, uh, no, I didn't remember. Uh, what did you do today? Um, <coughs> you know, stuff around the house, things that keep me going. Yeah, keep yourself busy, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, I was really tired. And uh, I fell asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, uh, I remember looking at the clock, it was about 11-something. And I was nodding off. I don't know why I was so t- Ah, I've been working hard the past three days. And I think my body was tired. Yeah. And so was my mind. And I, oh. I felt, oh, I've got to rest. You know, you're getting old, older. Oh, uh, yeah. And your body knows much more than you realize. Yeah, I think my body was tired and so was my mind. Uh-huh. And so I went to lie down and I got up. Like It was like, oh, wow, it's like 4 o'clock or something. Uh-huh. And then... I went, oh, yeah, I got the radio program tonight. And I was thinking, oh, geez, got to get ready for that. You know, this is a ritual that I go through, yeah. Okay. Um, And so I'm thinking, like, okay, what I'm going to (laughs) do. You know, I'm a procrastinator, yeah? I mean, that's, uh, that's one of my attributes. That I know how to uh, put things off. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it's a skill, you know. 
Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, it takes years to develop. You, know, you, no, just, you just don't do it overnight. No. I mean, putting things off, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if it's uh, just men have that problem. It seems like my wife tells me, yeah, you know, you have that problem, putting things off. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that needs to be completed, but I'm really good at putting it off. But what I'm really good at, I always have a justified excuse for it. Ah. Yeah, that takes time to develop. Oh, no you just don't it. develop, you know, overnight. You, yeah. you really got to work at it. Yeah, if you want to get good at it. Oh, yeah, I'm good at it. Practice, practice, practice. Oh, yeah. I've had uh, many years oh. to practice. <laughs> you know. Okay, so where are we going with this? Well, anyway, it's Veterans Day. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we were driving on our way to the radio station, uh-huh. and we drove by this fellow's house. Yeah. And on his fence, he had displayed the American flag. Amen. And I remember we drove by and you said, you remember what you said? Uh, no. You said, wow, right on. And I looked and I saw the flag. Uh. And I went, wow, here's a guy who's not afraid to display uh, his love for his country. I don't know who he is. I know the house. Yeah. I'm not going to say where the house is, but uh-huh. I'm sure there are other homes that uh, were displaying the American flag mm-hmm. or for their uh, veterans. You know, I thought that, that's what I thought of school was. It wasn't uh, Flag Day. It wasn't Memorial Day. You know, it was uh, Veterans Day. And here was this guy. Uh, possibly he was a veteran. I don't know. Could be. But uh, he was displaying the American flag in honor of Veterans Day. Yeah. I was wondering, you, know how, you know when Veterans Day uh, started? Hawaii got started? Uh, uh, as a holiday or? I think it was back in 1919. I think you're right about the. Yeah. And that was World War II, right? The end of World War II uh-huh. around there. And they called it Armistice Day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then later on, they called it uh, Veterans Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't understand what armistice was. No. Oh, oh that day? It's kind of like ceasefire. Well, you know, it's a holiday. No school. Yay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. As, as kids. You know. Yeah. But, but maybe it was renamed in Veterans Day uh, later on. I don't, know, I don't know what year. Do you know when well, they call it Veterans Day? Uh, I know no. in 1919 they started. And then they changed the name to Veterans Day. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, they did. And, you know, people, uh, Veterans Day is to honor all those who served in the uh, military forces. Yeah. Right? Uh, that was Veterans Day. But then people say, well, what is Memorial Day? Well, mm. You know, what's the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day? Yeah. And uh, Veterans Day is to honor all those individuals, men and women, who served in military forces. And Memorial Day is to honor all those who have died in serving their country. Okay. And, you know, that's the... Uh, you know, honoring uh, all the men and women who died while serving in the military. 
whether in uh, time of peace or war? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as long as you serve. Okay. And, uh, you know, we had talked about, like, uh, World War One. it was armistice. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like the end. Yeah. How? Yeah. Uh, the first World War to end all wars. And that was signed on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, which is November 11th, 11th at 11 a.m., I believe. And so that was Armistice Day. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that's why it's uh, November 11th mm. uh, from th- that period on. Okay. Yeah. And again, the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial. Memorial Day yeah. uh, is uh, to honor all those who died while serving in the military. I remember that as a kid, you know, um, Arlington National Cemetery yeah. and Punchbowl. Uh, our teachers would uh, ask the students if they would commit to making a lay, you know, 12 inches long, so that they could put it on the cross or uh, the reminder of those who were buried here. Yeah, we don't think much of it. Uh, another thing to do, homework, blah, blah, blah. Wasn't until uh, until I understood what a veteran is called to do. It hits me every year. Uh, last year, I think it was on a Sunday, or maybe it was two years ago. It was a special service in church. Oh, this is your church here? Yeah, and I was sobbing, man, and people were looking at me like, what's the matter with you? Uh, memories. Uh, you cannot choose to keep them sometimes. You just come and go. And boy, this country wouldn't exist if not for the veterans giving the all what they thought was right. I commend you, veterans. Yeah, for all of you out there who are veterans, we uh, commend you for your service. Uh, you know, at the same time, Al, mm. uh, Kavika, uh. you know, I'm a veteran. Yeah. Uh, I was in Vietnam and 67, 68. Yeah. Uh, when I got there, I was 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, I was 19 when I entered into the military, and when I, before, right after I turned 20, you know, I was uh, sent there. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, I must, uh, I was pretty young, I think. 20 years old. No fooling. I was a teenager, but, you know, I was no longer a teenager. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, I think of my son's at 20 years old, and I think, wow, I must have, you know, that's young. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think about that's young. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, as we honor our veterans today, of course, yeah, which, uh, again, I salute them. Yeah. I can't help but bring up uh, that our veterans... Um, 
There's about 1.4 million that are at risk as being homeless. Yeah. And, uh, wow. you know, it's 1.4 million men and women who, who serve, mm-hmm. you know, in the armed forces uh, are in jeopardy of being homeless. Wow. You know. And there's, there's states, communities that have uh, gone all out to ensure that they uh, are not homeless for, you know, serving in our country. Right. And I know they, they did a report, you know, because I know that uh, affordable housing is a big issue uh, mm-hmm. throughout Hawaii, you know, wherever. Yeah. Uh, especially in Kohala, I mean, you know, things are very price pricey, yes. high. yes. And, um, you know, housing is, like, you know, a real big issue. And, you know, they did some facts and figures, like, how much would it cost to house a veteran, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know how they come up with these numbers or whatever, you know. But uh, I, kn- I know I had, a, I had a friend who was homeless, uh-huh. living in his car. Yeah. And he had to live in the car for, he had to be homeless for one year and one day. Okay. And then the Veterans Administration could help him. Uh-huh. And they were able to find him a place to stay and pay for it. One year and one day? One year and one day. That okay. was the, uh, the rule, I think. All right. Uh, that's how it was explained to me. Uh-huh. You had to be homeless for one year and one day. Yeah. And so they, uh, they put some, some, together some cost lists. How much would it cost to house a person? Well, I don't know, you know exactly where or what. But some of the numbers that came out was what forty to forty five thousand, you know, where I don't know, but uh, I should have better say it more. Okay, but it seems like uh, you know there's these men and women who made a sacrifice. Yeah, and they're uh, they're homeless, you know, for whatever reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, part of it is uh, mental illness. True. That they're suffering from uh, post-traumatic syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, PTSD is uh, uh, come to be known of. Yeah, and you know that handicaps them in many ways. Uh, my friend has that. Uh, yeah. Two of my friends got that. Uh, yeah, they were, you know, both Vietnam veterans. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One's in the Marines, and another day was in the Naval. But uh, yeah, yeah, friends that. Uh the body's here, but the mind's not. Yeah. Um, the other thing, you know, becoming aware of uh, veterans is that, you know, and uh, they, they did an uh, analysis of uh, veterans, and they find that uh, veterans die from suicide about 20 veterans per day. Wow. Yeah. So, about 20 veterans die per day. And I don't know if it is, you know, like 2021. Yeah. These are past statistics. But, you know, uh, that's the cost. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, uh, today is Veterans Day, and so I can... I'd like to salute all of you uh, veterans that are out there who uh, made that sacrifice. 
You know, I know some some people uh, didn't have a choice, much of a choice. You know, mm. like draft. Yeah, for you, for you. Yeah, like Shucks. you know, when I didn't know. You know, I'm an 18 year old kid, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm up in San Francisco going to school and stuff. Uh. and you know, I wasn't diligent about studying and whatnot. So, uh, when you turn 18, you're supposed to register for the draft, right? Right. Well, I didn't know that. Or well, if I did, I didn't pay attention to it. And uh-huh. so a year later, I'm 19, and I, I come back home, Hawaii, yeah? Yeah. And, but it's in the back of my mind, like, oh, you're supposed to register for the draft. And I went, oh, I think I better. The, the draft board was right. I lived in Kanye. Uh-huh. The draft board was right up yeah. in town. Yeah. So I go up there. It's an office upstairs, small little office, two uh-huh. people working up. I knock on the door, I go inside, yeah, I can help you all. My name's Jeffrey Coakley. Uh, I didn't register for the draft. And they look, oh, what's your name? Address. And they go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I says, what can I do? He says, oh, no need to do nothing because uh, your name been turned over to the FBI. So they'll uh, be contacting you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> why do we need to if they know? Uh, uh, okay, going on. <laughs> well, you know, then you know the fear of God hit me with the FBI. There's uh, only one thing they're coming yeah. to arrest me. You know, as a draft dodger. You know, back in those days. Well, this it, was what? it stays on your record too. This mm-hmm. was 1966, no, okay. 65, 66. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draft dodger. You know, uh. yeah. You know, Canada wasn't like the next island that you could uh, take a <laughs> boat to. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you you know it was, you know, you're going to jail, bro. Yeah. You know, you have a choice. At least uh, when I was in Vietnam, one of my friends, uh-huh. one of the guys in the unit, uh-huh. uh, he took the, the other option, go to jail. Uh-huh. And he said, he was telling me, you know, you sit around talk, sorry. Yeah. And he said, yeah, he went to Fort Leavenworth. And he said, after one month, <laughs> he said, send me to Vietnam. And here he was. Yep. He said, dude, you want to be in jail? <laughs> <laughs> At least not over there. Living where it is not a fun place. Yeah. So anyway, but he was an educated guy, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he was a smart guy and everything. But uh, after a month, uh, maybe three months, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, being in jail, he said, hey, I want out of here. Yep. And so, you know, he, he came. <laughs> but anyway, my, my, mm. my uh, our options for us, you, me, everybody yeah. else was what? Well, I told you what. I went to commitment school for four years, right? I mean, I went to commitment school. Not only that. Uh. But from ninth grade to twelfth grade, it was an ROTC program. Okay. Receives officer's training. Correct? Yeah. You know, we had to wear the uniform every day, the black tie, the polished shoes, the polished uh. brass, all that kind of haircut, this and that. If you didn't, you got the merits and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Four years, four years of carrying that. Uh. That one grand rifle, practicing with it and all uh. that. You know, going down to the rifle range. You, know, you learn all that stuff. Yeah. And then you had uh, military classes, and our advisors were all these sergeants oh. who rode with uh, General George Patton. Wow. You know, they're all mechanized armor, right? Oh. And these guys were all hardcore. These guys were World War II veterans, you know? Oh. And they would show us war movies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd tell us, okay, if you're this and this, this is all out. You, you'll survive in a battle. Uh-huh. You know, this is who they're going to kill first. And, you know, they gave us all this info. Right. And so here I am, 19 years old, going, the FBI is on my tail, or uh-huh. soon will be. Yeah. I was, what can I do? So I go down to the uh, enlistment office. 
Okay. And I walk in. Yeah. yeah. And these two sergeants are there. And they stand up like, oh, fresh meat just walking through the door. <laughs> yeah? Uh-huh. And he said, oh, one guy was a Quaker. Well, that was weird because he spoke with the as all, yeah? Hmm. Yeah, kid you not. Wasn't a conscientious objector? Uh, I don't know what he was, but okay. he was uh, a enlistment sergeant. Oh. Well, maybe that's just, he was putting me on. I don't know. Okay. So I walked in and he says, oh, can we help you? He was like, you know, heat up the stove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fresh fish. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And I, uh, I thought, yeah, you know, I got the, uh, I didn't register for the draft. The FBI got my name. Uh. And uh, what can I do? And they said, oh, no problem. We'll take care of that. Yeah. We'll take care of the FBI for you. <laughs> yeah. He says, what do you want to do? Join. Yeah, join. Yeah. Uh, sign got, here. But if you got drafted, it was just for two years, right? Right. If you joined, it was three years, yep. but you got to choose what you want to do. Sure. So we it said, doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you can choose. Well, you'd have to take a test and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So anyway, they bring out these big photo albums with uh -huh. pictures. Yeah. And they show me a picture of a tank. Yeah. Uh -huh. You can go to mechanized armor, man. Yeah. Be a tank driver. No, no, no. They don't like that. Oh, okay. How about artillery? Shoot the big guns. Uh -huh. How about a machine gun and all this kind of stuff? But yeah. No, I don't want to do that. You know? Yeah. He says, uh, well, what do you got? I don't know. They, I don't know. Somehow we got a book of engineers. Oh. I said, yeah, I think I want to do that. And he said, oh, you know, if you don't <laughs> pass the test, they're going to put you in the infantry. And they're going to choose where they're going to put you. Yeah. So what kind of test? I said, well, did you have algebra in school? Yeah. Do you have geometry? Yeah, <laughs> you know, wheeling away. And, and yeah. they're going, oh shucks, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy may be able to pass the test. Yeah. So they said, oh, okay. So anyway, the, I, I signed up for three years because mm -hmm. I know where I'm going already. Okay. And I figure, well, my chances are better if I sign up and I get to choose how I want to die. <laughs> uh, yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. More or less. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, and that was it, man. That was my choices. And uh, here's a kid, you know, surfing every day and having fun. And whatnot. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm standing naked with another bunch of guys uh -huh. in a row. And the doctor's going down the line and uh, checking all of us. Uh -huh. And going, all right, you're good, you're good, you're good, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Whoever's 4F, they're calling you. Right. And then he says, okay, show up tomorrow. And off you go. Uh. And off I went. Anyway. Wow. That was, I uh, hope I didn't bore you guys out there. But that's that, a rude that, interruption. Well, you know, that was, uh, that's what it was back then. Uh -huh. Those are your options. Yep. Uh, you could get a college deferment, but I, mm. I, uh, you know, didn't make good use of my time. So yeah. the consequences were, you know, yep. you're getting drafted, boy. And, oh, uh, boy. That was it. I know guys that uh, uh, went up for the physical and were drinking shoyu in line. What are you doing? High blood pressure. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. So, wow. The main objective is to s escape. Yeah. I don't blame him. What are you uh, talking about? No, because uh, I, I'm thinking about uh, the fellow you mentioned earlier. 
okay, Vietnam or Leavenworth? Well, Vietnam, you hit odds. They went to Leavenworth, man. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you're not equipped for anything. You don't know who's coming. Kind of like war, but... It was war. War is, uh, you know... War is hell. You got <laughs> no fooling. You get, you know, this government is good at preparing soldiers, man. I don't know. I could have a debate with you on that. Uh, uh, but, you know, that's not something I want to get into. No. But anyway, um, where am I? Yeah. I mean, that's what it was back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends didn't go because they were at UH, yeah. uh, Hawaii. Yeah. And they had a college deferment. Okay. And, you know, they're yeah. having a great time. Huh? I mean, they went to school, and, mm. but they're also party, party, party hardy, and you yeah. know, all that. So they're having fun. And, uh, well, I, I ended up living with 40 other guys in the barracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, from all walks of life, from yeah. all walks of life. Yeah. Uh, we had the uh, farm boys from Montana. Mm-hmm. We had the hustlers from Chicago and New York. Yeah. And we had the uh, the white boys from down south. Oh, it was, it was interesting. Let me tell no, you, really. it was interesting. You, yeah. you put all these guys. Oh, then we had the uh, Mexican uh, immigrants that got drafted also. Oh. And also, uh, Puerto Ricans are living in New York City. Uh-huh. They got drafted yeah. because they're uh, you know, part of the U.S. And so you, you put all of us together, you know, different values. I'm mean, talking about different values. Yeah, right? you know, yeah. Sh- these, the city boys, oh, they were hustlers, bro. <laughs> they were streetwise. <laughs> And the far boys, I mean, they were so... Innocent. Yeah, I love those guys, yeah. man. You know, they're honest, they're yeah. hardworking. You know, they're honest and yeah. trustworthy, you know? Yeah. They just have these values, you know? Maybe, Maybe you know, uh, you know. I, I love uh, those guys. They're so cool, you know? I remember two hillbillies. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they got educated real quick. Got taken advantage of, and yeah, you know the farm guys uh, come from a different world. Most of them understand where you're coming from. There were there were solid people, man. There were, I mean, I, I there were the kind of guys that I would have loved to have grown up with. Would have been my neighbor. You know, they're uh-huh. just uh, just good people, solid people. You know, the salt of the earth is how I would probably call them. And, uh, you know, they're so cool. And, uh, and I, I could see at the beginning uh, they were taken advantage of. But after a while, uh, you know, they they learn. Mm-hmm. They learn. They mm-hmm. learn, okay, uh, these guys don't really have my best interest in mind. And, uh, you know, uh, it was time to uh, wake up a little bit. And they did. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that was good. But anyway, we're going to take a short break. Uh-huh. I'm with here at Kavika. We're talking about Veterans Day, some veteran stories. Uh, and we'll be right back. Peace, I call home. Mounds and valleys where I roam. Mountain streams and hillsides 
play their their tune. They really enjoy that. A little bit different uh, for you folks out there, a little reggae. But yeah, uh, I'm sitting here with Kavika, and it's Veterans Day, so we're talking kind of like a veterans chit chat. Uh, believe it or not, uh, we've been friends for a long time, and I didn't even know that Al 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 Kavika was. Uh, you were in Saigon, right? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I could never understand what you're doing in Saigon. It never was made clear to me. I mean, there was uh, the Army, the Marines, the Navy, yeah. the Air Force, the whatever. None of the above. The CIA. The CIA was there too, bro. Yep. You know, you'd, you'd find these guys walking around in a, in a pants, shoes, shirt. Mm. Uh, Look like a, tourists. With a shoulder pistol. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the middle of the, uh, the jungle. You know, what are you doing out here? How many suckers were the CIA, man? Anyway. Yeah, well. So you were in Saigon. Mm hmm. What year was that? 69. 69. Uh, I had left. Oh. I left in 68. Oh. And so what were you doing in Saigon? Uh, special events. <laughs> uh, you guys were doing soccer matches or things like that? Yeah, yeah you could call it that. Uh, entertaining the troops, huh? Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gathering data. And Dinner whatnot. parties and, you yeah, know. Yeah. Okay. You're one of those spooky guys. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, but I, I had promised myself yeah. that a year ago mm. I would tell the story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I I don't know, there's just something that nobody will ever know. Because uh sometimes that's it. You know, in Koala we've got plenty of veterans. Uh -huh. The National Guard yeah. was mobilized. Oh, and that's really interesting that uh throughout the nation, uh Hawaii uh, they mobilize more, uh, more uh, mostly those National Guard units yeah. than any other state. Uh -huh. Maybe because of our location. I don't know. Maybe logistically it was cheaper to mobilize. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything costs money, bro. Yep. You know? But anyway, uh, saw the senior lifeguard at the pool uh -huh. for 11 years, you know. I'm sitting there for 11 years, I sit out there. <laughs> no, but I got to meet a lot of people, uh -huh. and, you know, uh, after 11 years, yeah. you get past the first name basis, right? Okay. Yeah. So I'd meet this guy, he'd come, and he'd swim. And, you know. and other people would come, and, you know, after all, you talk to hey, how's it? You get past the, hey, how's it? Stage, oh. and, hey, how you doing? Where you from? You know, yeah. Blah, blah, all oh, married kids, blah, you know, all this kind of stuff. Uh -huh. You get to know them intimately, they get to know you. Yeah. And so it becomes like this is the pool Ohana. Okay. Yeah. So this guy would come every day, uh, you know, work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice guy, friendly guy, you know. And uh, I thought of him as a carpenter because he's always renovating something, building something, or doing tile. And we talk about it. Yeah, okay. We talk about what he's doing that day. <coughs> oh, I'm going to work on the ceiling. And anyway, uh, you know, in the course of a conversation, you pick up certain keywords you know, oh. that leads you off into another topic. Yeah. So I'm talking to him and I ask him, oh, how are you? How old are you, by the way? Yeah. And he tells me how old he is. And I go, oh, this guy's the same age as me. Uh -huh. So that tells me something. Right. Yeah. So I tell him, oh, uh, did you go to Vietnam? Mm -hmm. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, I did. Yeah. And I said, where were you stationed? And he looks at me, you know, kind of uh -huh. like, how does this guy know this? You know? Yeah. And he goes, uh, Kuchi. Uh -huh. I said, oh, he's with the 25th. Yeah. And he said, uh, 25th Infantry Division, mm. out of Hawaii, they're at Gucci. And he says, uh, yeah, 
I said, yeah, no, no, it's getting friendly, you know. Uh-huh. I said, oh, yeah, I was down in third quarter, long bit. He said, oh, long bit, yeah, right on. And so we're sitting down talking. I said, uh, so what did you do? You know, what's your MOS? What's your job? Yeah. And uh, he starts, and the way he talks, it's slow, uh-huh. you know. And he really uh, enunciates, his, enunciates his words. Okay. And, but he's a good teller of stories. Okay. Yeah. And so he tells me, and I, I look at the guy, you know, and I, I'm imagining like 50 years ago, how did this guy look? You know, mm. 50 years later, we're all mm. overweight, obese. Yeah, gray hair. We got this and yeah. that. That's right. aching. That's, you know, falling apart and what have you. <laughs> But I look at him, how he would look 50 years ago. Yeah. And he tells me, oh, I was one of those guys that would go into the tunnels. Oh, shoot. And I said, oh, you're a tunnel rat. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I said, wow. You did that? He said, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was my job. You know, that's what I did. Mm. A tunnel rat. And so... We, I knew all those guys because yeah. uh, they'd come to our unit, you know, every now and then. Uh, some guys would show up and they'd say, okay, uh, anybody want to volunteer to be a tunnel rat? And mm. uh, some guys would raise their hands and off they would go. They'd pack up their gear and boom, they're gone. Yeah. Once they'd come and somebody would say, okay, we're looking for door gunners and helicopters. Who wants to go, you know? Uh. Some guys would raise their hand, boom, you know, they're gone. Who would imagine, man? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's how you, you know. You yeah, you get one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's all, that's what he did. It was a tunnel rat. Ah. And so I went, you know, that is the most craziest thing that I ever heard of, of no people food. doing that. Ah. And I said, uh, you know, that's nuts. Ah. I mean, you did that? He said, yeah, that's what I did. Ah. And I said, that's crazy. You know, because I'm picked, I, I have claustrophobia, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you put me in someplace dark, oh, that ain't going to work, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, he, and he would tell me, like, oh, yeah, we're going to these tunnels. Yeah. And as long as his shoulders would fit through, yeah. it's all good. Okay. He said, sometimes it's really tight. And I'm like, what are you nuts? Uh-huh. You know, he's got a flashlight and a pistol. And he's crawling through these tunnels, <laughs> and the flashlight, you know, showing in the dark. I'm like, nuts. You're going to be nuts, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that was his job. They'd lower him down to these tunnels, oh. and he'd crawl on his belly with a flashlight and pistol. And what is he doing? He's looking for an enemy. And he's, he says, yeah, as long as my shoulders fit through that hole, I'm good to go, huh. you know. And I look at him and said, I think to myself, that is crazy. Yeah, I mean, gotta be. No, that's nuts, you know. You know, but this guy was pretty sane, you know. Uh-huh. Every day I talked to him. Okay. And every day he'd swim laps and uh-huh. would have these conversations on carpentry and tile and whatnot. And never talked about corners or turn. Oh man, you know. And then um, I would never think. No. Uh-huh. You know, but the, the thing that opened up was when I asked him, "How old are you?" Yeah. And I asked him next week, were you in Vietnam? Uh-huh. And then he started to, otherwise he wouldn't tell the story. Yeah. I told him, well, I'd like to write a story about you. He said, no, 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 uh-huh. no, no. But he told me his story. Okay. 
And so he's telling me, you know, they'd, they'd lure him into these tunnels and they'd crawl through him. Uh. Basically, he's looking for the enemy. And so in Kuchi, the 20th Infantry Division, this is, this is, you know, public knowledge. They built that base camp right on uh, this complex of Viet uh, uh, Cong tunnels. Yeah. I mean, they had everything. Uh. They had hospitals. I mean, it was, you know, they had a whole complex. Underground. Underground. Yeah. And so these guys would pop up anywhere in the base uh-huh. at night through a spider hole. Yeah. You know, this hole that was camouflaged. Shoot somebody and disappear. Right. And they couldn't figure it out. Uh-huh. And finally they found these uh, spider holes. And so his job was to go down and go find these guys. Okay. <coughs> so I asked them, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. But also interesting. Yeah, it was yeah. interesting. And so I asked them, uh, why did you do it? Yeah. Mm. And, he, and this is what he told me. Okay. He said, I did what I did because I felt that I would be saving someone's life. Wow. He said, I did what I did going down to those holes, looking for these guys mm. who would pop up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Shoot somebody, kill them. I'll be saving somebody's life. Yeah. He said, that's why I did wow. it. To go down, and he said, sometimes they had to go through feces and urine. Yeah. Because that's how they camouflage the hole. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And he would go down, crawl on his belly with a flashlight and pistol, and looking for the enemy. So one of the stories he told me that I'd like to share with you about I look at this guy, it's like, so people can say, oh, he's nuts. Uh. Maybe he was, I don't know. <laughs> you know I mean, well, yeah. Are you all there when you're 19 years old? There uh, were a lot of nuts guys over there. I don't know. You know if more, they weren't, they, they were certified nuts when he came what, out. What do they call it? Something like more guts than brains or something? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But he's a pretty sane guy. I mean, he's not some uh. loony, you know. Uh. He's a sane guy. And he says, he goes down to this hole. Yeah. And uh, he had a backup guy with, behind him. And he's crawling through. And he pops into this opening. He says, and he looks. And it looks like, uh, you know, it was a, a large room uh-huh. where you could stand up. And they, they come through. There's nobody in there. And he said, there's a, a table. And it looked like uh, somebody had been eating because they mm. could see rice. And stacked up against the wall were AK-47s. Wow. I think three of them, he said. Okay. And so he said they, uh, they, he grabs one, and he you know, goes into the hole, and he, and he hears the guys. They're in another, another room. Oh. And he can hear them talking. Yeah. And so he says he uh, crawls forward, he sees them, and he shoots them. Okay. He, he kills them. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they exit. And so I'm sure that what he's thinking is like, well, I kept these three guys from shooting one of my buddies. Buddies, yeah. yeah. And so that that made him feel like that was his contribution. Justification. Well, I don't know justification, but mm. his contribution to the effort, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about justification, but because over there it was like, I'm not saying that I agree with war and all that. I, I oh. don't. 
Yeah. Uh, even though I was there, yeah. uh, I don't want my sons to go. No. People yeah. don't understand unless they're there. Yeah. I don't want them to do that. Um, but this was, this was my friend at the call of Paul. Yeah. That, you know, he, he would never tell the story to anybody else uh -huh. publicly. Okay. But I'm sure I'm not telling you his name. Yeah. But uh, there were other guys at Kualapur that came that I got to know uh -huh. over the years. Yeah. And the same thing. Mm. We get to talking. We're the same age. Yeah. Oh, did you serve in Vietnam? They go, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. One guy was a river rat. Oh. He was out in the Delta. Yeah. On the, on the river boats. Yeah. And so he has his stories, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, this other guy was a helicopter pilot. Uh, wounded twice. You know, that he would come to the pool. So he had these guys. Uh, uh, nobody knows. Yeah. So they don't say nothing. And, you know, they'd have these uh, veteran uh, ceremonies that the National Guard put together. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I would go. I wouldn't sit down, you know, oh. but I would see them sitting in the audience, you know, not yeah. saying anything, just observing. But I knew who they were. Yeah. And I knew what they did. Mm. And uh, to me, these guys were already brave people. No fooling. And they walk among us. Yep. And we don't know. No. No. And the stories that they have to tell uh -huh. that will never be told because yeah. uh, it's something that they won't talk about. Yeah, it's private. Yeah. They won't talk about it. You don't even know if they're a veteran or not. They're just very uh -huh. closed mouth about it. And maybe uh, they don't want to talk about it anymore. Because yeah. uh, these guys were back in 60s, 66, 67, 68, you know. Oh. And uh, I remember that, uh, you know, today uh, I think people say, oh, thank you for your service, uh. you know. Now, back then, back in the 60s or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said that. No. <laughs> they said other things. Maybe kill them. No, but not that, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I remember people would come up to me and say, oh, thank you for your service. And you know, I'd be courteous. Oh, thank you very much. Mm. But inside of me, it was, uh, was kind of too late for that. Yeah. You know, what's done is done. Yeah, but, you know, it's cool. It's it's fine. It, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it's cool 50 years ago. And... Uh, yeah. What I do feel sorry about is our, our veterans today, and oh. uh, they're homeless. They're they're ill and oh. diseased, mm. and uh, more needs to be done for them. More needs to be done for them. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where. Um, I don't want to get political either, but uh, I, I read an article and that illegal immigrants getting housing, stamps, money, and the veterans are getting left behind. I think, wow, where's the justice in that? I don't know. I, uh, you know, all I can say is that well, whatever our opinions are, beliefs yeah. and views uh, do not necessarily reflect those of can care or their affiliates, but, you know, it's just uh, our own opinions. Uh, I think there's a lot to be desired mm. in our in our country politically and socially and economically. Uh, but you know, um, 
I believe there's a higher power and yep. whatever sacrifices we made, you know, Pro Khan, uh, it'll all be good in the end, you know. Yeah. It comes yeah. out in a wash. Well, okay. I just believe that, I don't want to say it is what it is, but it is. But then you and I can do whatever it is that we can. Mm. You know, I think that we ought to have that attitude towards the homeless or whoever is suffering. Yeah. You know, like I had a kid on my swim team. He was having a rough time, man. Mm. And uh, one of the members of his family was on ice, and that guy was older, he would steal from him. Oh. You know, sell things. Oh. Uh, threaten, threaten them with knives, and they call the police and all kinds. Oh, gee. And he would, he would tell me, like, oh, coach, oh, I can't take it, you know. And I would leave a light on. I oh. says, okay, I took him to my house, yeah. you know, and give him jobs and give him money and stuff. And I said, in this window, I leave a light on yeah. every night. I will leave this light on. So anytime you cannot handle, yeah. you just come into my house, the door, you know, come to the, you know, that's good, wake me up, whatever. Oh. Come inside. And, you know, stay at the house if you feel unsafe or anything, mm. you know. Or you feel that you can do something yeah. that may har uh, injure the other guy or, you know. Yourself. Yeah. yeah. So from his house, you can see my house. Yeah? Oh. Oh. So I said, the light is on every <coughs> night. Mm -hmm. The light is on, I'm home, I'm there. Yeah. You know, unless I'm in Hilo or something. I said, don't even hesitate. Just come. So I think it's... Things like that we that we can do mm -hmm. to help, you know, however we can help. Yeah. And um, yeah, now he's with his uh, father. Oh. His parents were divorced, so he's with his dad now. Yeah. And so I know he's in good hands, you know. Not yeah. that he was in good hands with his mother, but this guy would threaten the family like that. Mm. And uh, we'd go over. I'd take my friend of mine, go over to the house, and just be with uh, the swimmer to know that hey, he has friends. Yeah. Adults uh -huh. that uh, care about it, <coughs> and I would take my uh, president of the neighborhood watch program, mm -hmm. and we'd go over there so he would know whose house, and uh, you know if there was ever a need for help, yeah. that he was aware of the situation, <coughs> and so you know there, there there's things that we can do maybe uh -huh. on a small scale, yeah. but uh, you know as a coach, uh, that becomes part of our responsibility in a way at least I think it is, to teach them to be you know. Fit, healthily fit, yeah. good athletes, train, do well in competition. Mm. But on the other side, on social side, on the family side, uh, to be there for them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, coaches can do a lot. No uh, one rule we had, no profanity at all. That was no way. <coughs> no drugs, no alcohol, you know, none of that stuff. Mm. And so they, uh, they all enjoyed that. They, they liked that. Never drank. Never drank. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I feel that it's a responsibility to those that entrust their, entrust a part of their lives to you yeah. to teach me something. And so that's, you know, that's they're trusting you. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nobody would want to violate that trust. No, um, you know, sometimes when we reach out uh, to someone who needs it, I mean, desperately, 
other people look at it and already their minds are focusing on, oh, no, don't tell me. Uh, that's what we're up against. You know, all that malicious rumor. And <coughs> I don't care. Uh, I mean, I do some, but... Uh, I do it again. You do what? Help somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if everybody... Uh, somebody in need... Mm. That, and just help them, you know. Uh, I think we would be in a better world. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll make things better. And I think people do that. Yeah. You know, we see the people who provide food, mm. uh, you know, these different programs in Koala, providing yeah. food for families. Yeah. Uh, it's a big help, man. Uh, people that we don't even know of, mm. I know, that I know of, uh, they go and help people because they have the skills. Yeah. Carpentry skills, electrical, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that costs a lot of money. No fooling. Uh, and do that. I know guys who uh, fix cars. Uh, if I took it to uh, one of the uh, dealerships, mm. whoo-hoo, you know, I yeah. don't think there's a bill that I ever saw that was less than $800 or something. Okay. You know, these guys, oh, how much are you, bro? Oh, 20 bucks. Huh. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you saved me hundreds of dollars. Huh. And so, you know, I, I, I know. Yeah. They could charge yeah. me more, but, you know, uh, we're neighbors, yeah? And mm. so, you know, we help each other out. Yeah. And so, and, you know, that reminds me of Kohala style plantation days, mm. you know, helping each other out. And I think if we just continue doing that on a larger scale, mm-hmm. uh, not always looking, you know, to make money or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just helping each other out. I was working on a, a guy's house in tells me, put the tools away. Um, one of, uh, a fellow that did his yard work uh, couldn't travel. The car was down. The wife couldn't get to work. What do you know about automobiles? I said, I don't know, just go take a look. He was so grateful that the car started. He started to cry and he hugged me and I thought, wow. Yeah, you know. There's nothing better than this. <coughs> Um, yeah, uh, I, I believe that, you know, if we did one small thing, uh, guys thirsty, give them cold water, makes a difference. I, I had a, uh, you know, one thing as a family, we always sat down and we ate dinner together, no matter what. Even uh-huh. if you weren't hungry, you could sit down. Yeah. And I remember I would do things, and uh, I, I, I remember telling my family that I want you guys for this week mm. just to do one good thing. Even if it is to smile at somebody who nobody smiles at. Oh. I just want you to do one good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then next Monday, we all came together and shared their stories. Mm. And the stories they shared, I could see that it made them feel good. Yeah. Oh, I did this for somebody. Yeah. But anyway, it's 7.59. Huh? Our hour has oh. been uh, well spent, at least for us. Yeah. Uh, I think next week we're going to have uh, Consummate Tim Richards. Mm. And one of the guys that's on the committee for redistricting the uh, the lines, political lines, okay, uh, will no longer have. Uh, we may not longer have Senator Inouye in our district. Ooh. It's going to be an open seat. Ah. So there's a lot of things happening. Okay, and they're going to be coming and talking about that. Sounds good. And they're going to have Helco. They're coming, and they're going to give us an update 
on their transmission lines uh, uh, for Kohala. So we had Helco and uh, redistricting with uh, Councilman Tim Richards. So I'll see you guys next week. Uh, until then, take care and Malama uh, Poro. Ahoyo. Here in Aloha Country. On KNKR LP. 96.1 FM. Kohala.